yes, you can look through a dictionary, read through a dictionary. It's kind of fun, but my experience is we don't retain much. Hi there, Steve Kaufman here today to talk about dictionaries and language learning. If you enjoy my videos, please subscribe, click on the bell for notifications. Uh, if you follow me on a podcast service, uh, which is a good thing to do if you're learning English because you can then study the lessons on link, but do leave a comment. I do appreciate it. So dictionaries, I am a sucker for buying books and buying books on things that are of interest to me, such as history, but such as language. So I have bought a lot of dictionaries way back when I was at school or when I was learning French or learning Chinese. We needed dictionaries. We needed, and I got Chinese dictionaries. This isn't, I got many, many more. I just don't know where they are right now. So starting with Chinese, lots of dictionaries. And that's kind of the only choice we had then. There were, there were no online texts with online dictionaries. The dictionary, the Chinese dictionary had the big disadvantage. And to some extent it shares it with other dictionaries that it's difficult to look words up. It's time consuming. Uh, even a sort of a, a, a dictionary that's in the Latin alphabet or in an alphabet where you know the order of the letters uh, and therefore you can look things up based on that alphabet. That's easier. When I first started learning Chinese, we either had to know the stroke, the number of strokes in the character, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, and then go look for that character, you know, in that section of the dictionary. And if we counted the strokes wrong, which as a beginner you're likely to do, then you never found it or it took forever. Or they wanted you to figure out the radical, the component, and then characters would be organized in the dictionary based on these components. Uh, that again could be uh, a little difficult. But what is common to whether you're looking up Chinese characters in a dictionary or looking up words based on the alphabet, uh, the problem is that very soon after you close the dictionary, you have forgotten the meaning. Now, I should point out that Chinese dictionaries now tend to rely on pinyin, in other words, the phonetic script, the Latin alphabet-based phonetic script, uh, so that you can more easily look things up. But still, the problem remains that once you close the dictionary, you very quickly you're going to forget what you looked up. Therefore, a few things become important when it comes to dictionaries. Number one, you have to have a purpose for looking a word up. So typically I look a word up now, if I'm reading or list, reading a, a particular, you know, piece of content and I want to know what that word means. So I look it up, I get it. Hopefully I haven't forgotten it by the time I get back to the text that I'm reading. That's where online dictionaries are so good because you get the meaning right away before you forget the meaning. Um, so a purpose. And I remember as a, as a child playing Scrabble with my, with my father or with my brother or my mother, uh, we would look words up in a dictionary to see if that word was legal in Scrabble. So there's a specific purpose. I didn't even bother with the meaning. I might've glanced at the meaning, but I wanted to confirm that that was a legal word. So there's a purpose. So you need to have a purpose for looking things up. I'll get into later this idea of kind of viewing words in a dictionary as a means of learning words, which I'm not a big fan of. Uh, so you have a purpose. The second thing is it should be as easy and effective as possible. So when I use a dictionary online or even before that, you know, a, a traditional dictionary, 
um, I want it to come to my language. I don't use monolingual, in other words, target language to target language dictionaries unless I'm very advanced in the language because I don't want to find a meaning for that word or a definition which contains a lot more words that I don't know, okay? And I have bought a lot of dictionaries over time. I should show you these. So I show you a couple of Chinese dictionaries here, uh, Korean learners, Korean English, handbook of Korean vocabulary. Again, dictionary vocabulary, it's all part of the same thing. Uh, what did I, and for every language that I study, I get these dictionaries and I never look at them. Frequency dictionary. I thought, wow, if I can learn the most, you know, frequent words, that's going to help me. In fact, it doesn't because the most frequent words show up a lot anyway. You don't need to find them in a dictionary ordered, you know, by order of frequency. And so money spent to satisfy an itch, but didn't really amount to very much. Uh, I have Farsi phrase book, which I don't look at very much. Um, you know, I bought an Arabic English bilingual dictionary full of pictures. Okay. Haven't really used that very much. Uh, there's this 15 minute Arabic learn in just 12 weeks. So 12 weeks, you don't know much, I can assure you. And it's more or less the same pictures and words in Arabic. Uh, yeah, whatever. Spanish, English for, in fact, the beginning of Link was when I was reading books in Spanish and there were so many words I didn't know on every page, 10 or so. And so I was thumbing through the dictionary. And then in the end, I figured that was not very efficient because I would forget them or I would list them all to look up later on and forget them. So that was my Spanish English dictionary. I've even bought a number of dictionaries where I go from one language that I'm learning into another language, say Czech to, to Russian to kind of see uh, how, where they're similar or different. As you thumb through the, this Slovnik, there are some aha moments, but mostly it's not that effective. I don't retain much and I don't do that much anymore. So getting back then to this idea of the dictionary and how to make it useful. Yes, you can look through a dictionary, read through a dictionary. It's kind of fun, but my experience is we don't retain much or put it this way. It, and I should add, actually, a dictionary is just a collection of words with meaning. I prefer bilingual. So from the target language to a language that I know very, very well. Uh, but it can be a dictionary of medical terms. It can be a dictionary of uh, agricultural terms. It can be simply a vocabulary list at the end of a chapter in a book. It's the same idea. It's a list of words with meaning. Uh, and so it's part of this whole language learning process. So I think we should kind of separate. And now, of course, dictionaries have become online and there are sort of uh, flashcard systems and Anki. And there's a whole variety of things that have been built around this idea of acquiring vocabulary or helping us acquire vocabulary from our basic reading and listening activities. But the basic way we learn vocabulary is through those listening and reading book, uh, activities so that the dictionary or other vocabulary learning assists are simply our minor um, systems or resources that help us learn the vocabulary, which we learn primarily from our listening and reading. So I do use these uh, resources. I use online dictionaries, obviously uh, at link for every language, there's a, an option of three or four or five online dictionaries that we can use with link. 
Some of them, uh, for certain languages, offer you conjugating uh, conjugation tables for the word that you're looking up. Uh, some of them offer, you know, help you with uh, writing Chinese characters. Uh, so there's any number of other resources that are bunched with these dictionaries. And so that makes them even more useful as resources. Uh, in terms of review activities, as I've said before, I prefer these matching pairs. I've said that any kind of review activity should deal with a small number of words or phrases. You should review them soon after seeing them in an actual context. And the activity itself should be as easy as possible to do. So that's why typically I will go through a text in Persian, one sentence at a time, review six or seven terms using matching pairs, which is the easiest thing to do. Uh, and I do them right away, easy and not too many. And so that is kind of my approach to using these vocabulary lists as a way to acquire more vocabulary. I really don't spend a lot of time reading the dictionary. However, it's possible to simulate reading the dictionary. The advantage of reading a dictionary, if it's organized alphabetically, is that you can see words that have the same prefix, and that can sometimes help you connect one word to another. And we can do that at link. I can simply uh, organize my a, a vocabulary list, say the overall vocabulary list or vocabulary list of words that I'm close to knowing, which is my status three words, or from a particular lesson, and I can organize them by uh, in alphabetical order so I can see related words. Uh, I think everyone has to sort of design their own approach to using dictionaries and vocabulary review activities to help them you know, to help accelerate the process of acquiring words and phrases, I should add. Again, at link you can say phrases, that's also very important. Uh, but by and large, if you review these, like I mentioned that I had a somewhere here a Persian phrase book, when you review phrases or words, it helps if they are already familiar to you. So that the, the first time you encounter a word in a dictionary, it's to deal with a specific need. What does it mean in this context? But thereafter, when you are reviewing them, I find that the more familiar you are with these, starting to get a handle of these, of the meaning of these words, the more likely you're going to benefit from the vocabulary review activities, including reading a dictionary. If you know many of the words in this specific dictionary, chances are reviewing it is going to help, you know, really uh, confirm your understanding of these words. Uh, but uh, if you encounter a word for the first time in a dictionary, you're, you're not very likely to remember it, and you're certainly not going to have a good sense of the scope of meaning of that word. So, just a bit of a ramble on the role of dictionaries. I'd be interested in hearing your views on the subject, and I'll leave you with uh, videos that I have done on the subject of vocabulary and dictionary in the past. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.